So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. This again gonna be about sleep, and hopefully, I don't know yet, this is before the episode, <laughs> gonna be a fun time. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. And, uh, yeah, I hope you're doing good, I hope you had a very, very great day or night, whatever it is, and yeah. As you can see in the background right now, for all the video watchers, uh, we are again going ahead with Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Uh, you know, on the alanchang.com website, as usually, which is an incredible book still, and I very, very like it, and it is, I think, very informative, even though I do have to say the first few things we have gone through were quite scientific, and yeah, were quite scientific, which is... is yeah, not necessarily something bad, but, you know, I do not understand half of the shit. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and I still actually know um, where we have stopped. And we have stopped with chapter 5, actually. And chapter 5 actually is changes in life across the lifespan. Babies. Fetuses spend almost all of its time in sleep-like state. It doesn't yet have to muscle atonia. It doesn't yet have the muscle atonia causing center develop, center developed, explaining its kicks and punches. REM sleep ramps up in the last two weeks of pregnancy, up to 12 hours a day. This stimulates or simulates uh, synaptogenesis, synaptogenesis, synaptogenesis. <laughs> uh, in rats, disturbing REM sleep stores constriction of the cerebral cortex. What the fuck? My god. Does this mean that if you, for example, maybe, so they've just only tested it with rats, but does it then mean that if you're disturbing your baby while they have their REM sleep, does it actually stops the construction of the brain quite? Because the cerebral, cerebral cortex is definitely a part of the brain or a part of the cortex and the cortex itself is either the brain or the part or a part of the brain i do not know yet hmm would be fucking fucked definitely um yeah alcohol impedes rem sleep in fetuses and babies causing abnormal synaptogenesis once disrupted it may never fully regain normal function newborns of alcoholic mothers spend far less time in rem sleep Two drinks reduce REM sleep and breathing rate in unborn infants. When babies drink milk containing alcohol, their REM sleep reduces by 30%. 30 fucking percent. That's enormous, isn't it? Um, where did I stop? Uh, yeah, because REM sleep is involved in emotional recognition and social interaction, disrupting REM sleep in utero or utero might contribute to autism spectrum. Autistic people show 30 to 50% less REM sleep than normal. Rats deprived of REM sleep develop into socially withdrawn adults. Very, very interesting, you know. And there you can totally see that, you know, our body and our overall we, 
you know, the overall, the human species is so incredibly complex. You know, it's not something like, you know, I'm doing this and this and then I'm, this happens and whatsoever. But there are so many abnormal, abnormalities. I guess you know what I mean. <laughs> and so many other things that could change with a lot of factors. And we can totally see, okay, you know, even though sleep has quite always been, I think everybody thought like sleep was something important and something very important. But now this is completely another thing. You know, if you just really understand, okay, you know, sleep might be just, yeah, the factor or the reason for a lot of things, whether it be illnesses or diseases or whether it be just, you know, your overall health. Very, very interesting. Childhood. Well, starting... While starting with very regular sleep, babies eventually show more regular sleep patterns starting at 4 months as the suprachiasmatic supra nucleus and circadian rhythm develop. With age, total time sleeping decreases and the fraction of REM sleep decreases. Now that the... Well, so with age, total time sleeping decreases and so therefore also the... Uh, the fraction of REM sleep decreases. Is this maybe a kind of an explanation for why older people are often quite so, like, harsh and unemotional and, you know, bad to other people? Because they're not getting the emotional kind of reproduction, I want to call it right now, in the REM sleep, because they do not have as much REM sleep as, you know, younger people or at least, you know, people in the mid I know 30s or whatsoever. Could this be an explanation? I don't know. I don't know. Um, now that the synaptogenes of REM finishes, NREM plays a larger role in brain refinement, pruning the associates that are most valuable, unique to the child's life. Hmm. Consider NREM to actually affect cognitive development, changes in deep NREM sleep, um, I think NREM actually stands for non no REM, but I don't know. You know, I've, I've I think read something yesterday before I went to bed actually, because I looked something up because I was interested in it, but I do not recall what it actually was. Um, never mind. Nevertheless, oh, never mind actually. Uh, so consider NREM to actually affect cognitive development. Changes in deep NREM sleep precede cognitive milestones, and the last. Maturations is the frontal lobe dealing with rationality or rationality. Uh, caffeine exposure here could reduce NREM sleep, delaying brain uh, maturation and learning. So caffeine exposure here could reduce NREM. Um, it is always very, very just, yeah, very important to, to really just watch the words you're using, I guess, especially in such a context where it's about your health and your body and um, you feeling maybe better or worse because people may just do what you're saying, you know. If you're now a PhD or not or whatsoever, you know, people just like to Google things. And this is one of the problems I see that then people just do things that just got somehow explained or just somehow advised by some people who do not have any clue or any opinion or, you know, whatsoever. So yeah, so it could reduce. Very important, it could. 
teens, in puberty, teens develop a later biological clock than adults, preferring to stay up later and wake later. This is not willful disobedience. Asking them to sleep at 10pm is like asking adults to sleep at 7pm. Matthew Walker theorizes this uh, evolutionary helpful for teens to gain independence from their parents and for teens to do so collectively. In the timing of school, teens are punished for early mornings. And I, by the way, like early mornings. But am I still a teen? Hmm, in my country, I'm now an adult because I'm 18 years old. I know in the States it would be 20 year, 21 years old. And I think in the UK as well. But I don't know. I don't know. I could possibly do anything that I want right now. With 18. In Austria. I could. Um, in the timing... Okay, I've read that. Adulthood and age. Sleep quality starts... Deter deteriorate so deteriorating in the late twenties with deep NREM sleep becoming impaired in length and power. In late forties you'll have lost seventy percent of deep sleep as a teenager. By seventy you'll have lost ninety percent of deep sleep. This can worsen ability to cement new memories in older people. Seniors sleep less, have less efficient sleep, and want to sleep earlier. This is caused by degeneration of the midfrontal cortex that generates sleep, circadian rhythm shifting to earlier times again, weakened bladders causing night interruptions, uh, lower sleep efficiency, people in the 70s have 80% sleep efficiency, meaning staying awake in bed for 1.5 hours when trying to sleep 8. Ah, I see. So if you just take... The 8 hours of sleep as 100%, then 1.5 hours would or seem to be 80% of the whole thing, which means that you then only sleep quite uh, 6.5 hours of the whole 8 that you wanted to do, because the other 1.5 hours, as they explain, is where you're quite awake and trying to sleep quite. So this is at least what I'm kind of just, you know, getting out of this. Um, except... 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, exacerbating this, this R inability to determine our sleep quality after sleeping which we cock up to insomnia or, the, or other issue early evening dozing off which reduces the adenosine sleep pressure at night preventing later sleep then the early circadian rhythm uh, wakes them up before they can get a full night's rest hmm Melatonin helps strengthen uh, the desire to sleep, and it is a myth that seniors need less sleep, that they don't sleep much could be due to the inability to generate sleep. They could benefit from increased sleep. I see, because it was actually the case, or it is actually the case, that I often read, okay, you know, when you're pretty young, or, you know, the older you get, the less sleep you need. This is something that they uh, that I've quite often read, actually, and I do not know. You know, as they explain it, it's completely wrong because I do quite understand this. Because you know, as a senior, and if you're just really, really old, it seems to me like you know you actually need more sleep because you're so old. Everything is so just stressful, and you know your body doesn't work as you as it should or could be working. Or yeah, actually not because you know all the all. 
all the other people, all the older people or elder people, and the body isn't working that great at the time. So I don't know. Well, yeah, for me it just seems logical that, or just uh, common sense, that older people may need just more sleep than teenagers. But yeah, but yeah, but they cannot, as we know by now. The part two, why should you sleep? Uh, the next part in this book summary of why we sleep covers the, the various benefits to sleep and the painful disabilities you get in sleep deprivation. Chapter six, the benefits of sleep for the brain. Sleep provides improvements in learned long-term fractal recall, factual recall, which I think just means, okay, you have a better memory. Uh, the hippocampus stores short-term memory, the cortex shores, stores long-term memory. NREM sleep moves fac facts from the hippocampus to the cortex. Not only does this, does this secure memory for long-term, but it also clears out, clears out short-term memory to make room for new information. I have to take a, lot, a few breaths here. I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, sometimes you may recall facts that you previously could, couldn't before sleep. Uh, corrupted memories may become accessible again. Uh, conversely, uh, sleep deprivation can prevent new memories from being formed, possibly because the hippocampus becomes less functional, uh, partially because lack of NREM sleep prevents uh, solidifying of new memories. Making up sleep later doesn't help recover previous days. Previous days memory, if you lost it, you have lost it. Makes sense. You know, if you just, you know, fuck your HDD or your hard drive, then it is gone. And I guess it's the same exact thing with our brain. If it is gone, it's quite gone. Even though this, so the brain, is very, 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 very fucking powerful. And I do not know, I think there are so many things that we do not know about the brain yet, which might be very interesting to see in the future. And this is also one of the, one of the, the factors and one of the reasons why I'm so incredibly looking forward to the future. Because then we might know, okay, you know, sleep does this with us or this doesn't sleep with us. Or, you know, there's so many things we haven't just understood yet, if it's in the animal world or if it's in the human world. And... Um, it would just be incredible to see new things to just be explored, just of the course or in the course of my life, actually. Um, something very, very interesting in and something that I'm very, very looking forward to. Um, yeah, uh, prunes memories worth forgetting. Sleep doesn't pre... pre Preserve all memories equally strong. Somehow the brain knows which memories to preserve and which to discard. Shown in experiments with uh, instructions on which graphics to remember and which to forget. Increase muscle memory or motor task proficiency. Uh, you might struggle with a motor task playing a tough sequence on piano, uh, but after sleep played flawlessly deals with motor cortex. Reduced sleep decreases aerobic capacity, time to exhaustion. Well, you know what? You know fucking what? So the reduced sleep decreases the aerobic capacity, the time to exhaustion and recovery. 
well decreases the time well it should increase the time for the recovery and increase or does it decrease no it should, i think this is a mistake and increase the risk of injury lacking acid generation you know fucking what um i haven't been sleeping for that much the last few weeks i guess which is incredible nice for me nowadays or just in this week and quite for 10 days actually because i'm uh, i do have holiday so i don't have to go to school which is totally great because i can sleep and this is one of the only reasons why well and it's just a little bit you know not that stressful i can sit at home i can do whatever i want i can just you know make my videos i can put out two videos a day i can do so much more and yeah less stress and all these great things but one of the best thing is that i actually can sleep because all the other days before I wasn't quite able to, or I didn't prefer it. You know, it's always in terms of, you know, what your preference or what you don't preference. And I didn't preference sleep. Definitely not a preference actually doing the videos, doing the posts and doing whatever. So that I kind of just get to the goal or get to the thing or get to the uh, exact same stage as I want to get. And... Um, yeah, the problem there was that I just really was exhausted, like, you know, after three steps on a just fucking staircase. I just went up three steps in a staircase and I was so fucking exhausted. Like, I'm just overdoing it a little bit, but I just, yeah, I just noticed that there's something going on with my body that I didn't like. Um, it was also, I always thought it was in terms of my my breathing. If my breathing wasn't okay and if there's something wrong with my lungs or something because I wasn't sleeping... But I now know, okay, it's in terms of exhaustion, so that the body actually doesn't or isn't quite capable of um, of doing what it normally is capable of doing when you do not have enough sleep or when you didn't get enough sleep. Yeah, so studies are sitted showing a 20% improvement in memory tasks. It didn't uh, bother to look up the... I didn't bother to look up the original studies. So studies are cited, it's C-I-T-E-D, I hope it's cited, uh, showing a 20% improvement in memory tasks. And these benefits occur in NREM sleep, which is concentrated in the beginning of sleep. However, motor memory is, is associated with stage 2 NREM, which is concentrated in the last cycle of sleep. So motor mom memory. Sleep uh, spindles are associated with better memory effects with sleep. Imagine the therapies, the therapies, uh, perturbations possible to natural sleep. Selectively control facts from the day to remember, good for test studying, happiness or uh, psychiatric illnesses, but also possible to have distorted or distorted memory of life. Experimentally done by pairing certain images with different sounds, then playing those sounds during sleep to reinforce the associated images. This is very, very interesting for me that you actually just, you know, have something from the from the real world. They're gonna tell it right now. So something that's quite, quite like yeah, the real world. And um, so like, how should I say? How should I say that? Um, so, so you get, you know, as they say, an image from the real world and a sound compared to that. So your brain knows, okay, there is a connection 
between the sound and the picture. The thing then is, which is, you know, if you're just uh, thinking about this, this is quite like, you know, quite like a program, isn't it? You know, you're saying if, you know, uh, so just give them a variable like, okay, the sound plus the sound equals this image. And then if you just, yeah, hear the sound in your sleep, which means then, okay, if you hear this sound, you will remember this image or this m image is meant or something, then it just makes sense that you will just think unconsciously definitely about the image. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah. Um, delete traumatic memories, PTSD or bad habits, substance abuse. Uh, augmented natural abilities of sleep, e.g. with electrode stimulation of brain, pulsing sound in sync with brain waves or rocking bed uh, rhythmically. Rhythmically. Uh, yeah. And then chapter 7. Actually pretty fast today, which is something I enjoy. Yeah. We go through chapter 7 because it's actually working. We actually can go through that. Chapter 7. Um, too extreme for the Guinness Book of World Records. Sleep deprivation and the brain. You don't want to tell me, okay, there was actually someone, it was a man. If it was someone, it was definitely not a woman, it was a man. I just nearly bet on that. Uh, I hope nobody did this. I, I really hope nobody did actually try to make a Guinness World Record for actually having the less amount of sleep or the least amount of sleep. Yeah, so sleep deficiencies are very bad for attention and concentration so sleep de uh, deficits um, when driving, especially I do, I do think and I do guess that this is actually a fact that you know the most accidents or car accidents actually happen because people are tired, which is then something you just have to think about and be like, why, why? But yeah. And so the major issue is not just lower, slower response times, it's total lapses, lapses, total lapses in attention when a microsleep makes you unconscious for a few seconds at a time, possibly losing all motor control. Yes. Chronic sleep deficits are as damaging to attention as all-nighters. Six nights of four-hour sleep are equal to one all-nighter. Wow. 10 nights of 6 hours sleep are equal to the same. Performance progressively worsens with greater sleep deficit. <sighs> I don't really know. It's, it is very hard for me and very difficult for me to be like, okay, you know, I'm gonna sleep every day for 7 hours. 7 hours is totally fine. I think 7 hours is, would be something that I could be just really focusing on. Somehow. I could somehow manage, I guess. If I really wanted, I could somehow manage actually to, to really go to bed uh, during the week that I actually get seven hours of sleep. The problem that I'm having is that, you know, if they say, okay, if you're getting less than seven hours of sleep, that you totally feel these just, uh, yeah, these performance lows and these performance uh, deficits and, you know, whatsoever. Hmm, what then about the people who actually do just want to work and do just want to do the thing because it makes them happy and because of that they just really get not enough sleep quote unquote enough sleep as they say at least 
is this then bad or should you do something against it? Should you try still to get you know the seven hours if you do just feel like very very good because you're doing what you're loving, what you're passionate about? Hmm. I don't know. It is very difficult for me. Very very difficult. Um, so driving after having slept less than four hours. Well, I was just called. Was I just called? No. Was I? I don't know. Okay, never mind. Uh, take a deep breath. Deep, big breath. <sighs> um. So, actually, was I called right now? I don't fucking know. So, um, so actually, uh, I have been up for 19 hours before because, you know, when I get up at 5.20 or something, it would only take me... Hmm. Yeah, it will only take me to um, quite midnight. Yes, seems to be. Is this true? Makes it, does this make sense? I guess so. No, it doesn't. Five hours, then it's ten, then fifteen, then it's ten o'clock, then it's two hours. Seventeen. Yeah, no, two o'clock in the morning, isn't it? Yeah, nevertheless, I've done that. And I do not know, I can definitely just really control my emotions. Um, I haven't been drunk that often, I think only once or something. Uh, do not like drunk people and I don't like to be drunk myself somehow. So I don't know. I do think that I emotionally or that I control can control my emotions way better than when I'm drunk. Um, and also like, you know, the concentration and, you know, motor skills and, you know, whatsoever. Um, sleep deficits and alcohol have a multiplicative effect on mistakes, not just an addi additive one. Uh, insidiously, insidiously, we underestimate poor performance during sleep deprivation. This lower state becomes a new baseline. Power naps are most efficient, uh, effective at the onset of fatigue, not at the end of sleep deprivation. Less than 1% of the population is able to survive on 6 hours of sleep and show minimal impairment. Uh, released to the uh, BHLHE41 gene. Emotion. Yeah. Should be okay. Oh, gonna. Ah. Uh, ah. Oh, sneezing. Ooh. Nearly. Ooh. Uh, emotion. Uh, we know that the baby doesn't get its nap time, tends to get cranky. Adults are the same way. In sleep deprivation, the prefrontal cortex, control of the amygdala, responsible for fear, anxiety and ETC, 
weakens, uh, leading to 60% more emotional liability, the highs can be higher and the lows lower. Sleep disruption uh, is common in all mood disorders. Uh, the causation is unclear, but Matthew Walker believes sleep plays at least some aggregative role. Uh, one light of sleep deprivation can trigger a manic or depressive episode in bipolar patients. Okay. Sleep deprivation might also be involved in a suicidal indication or indiation, indation in teenagers. Something I... No, I, I don't believe in this. Because if you're really suicidal, there's not only... It, no, not only to sleep, you can also be involved in... Okay, yeah. Hmm, I don't know. I still don't know. I think if you're really suicidal, you're just doing it also because, you know, if you are just really getting 12 hours of sleep. Like, yeah. Surprisingly, sleep deprivation makes one-third of depression patients feel better, possibly by amplifying the positive emotions. However, it makes two-thirds feel worse. So, uh, so isn't... So, isn't best described, though... Uh, it would be interesting to pre-classify the groups. On the other side of the spectrum, positive rewards and dopamine may be amplified too. Sleep deprivation can intensively sensation-seeking, risk-taking and addiction. Uh, something that I quite often see when I'm quite sleep-deprived is that I'm very, 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 very uh, quite not happy. I, yeah, happy as well, but I'm just laughing about quite everything. No matter what happens, I seem so fucking... Actually, there is quite an insider in my school because they know that I'm just, you know, being up so late because I'm doing my shit. They always say when I'm <laughs> coming into school that I'm drunk um, because, you know, I seem to be different you know, than when I have, you know, enough sleep. But yeah. Uh... Alzheimer's. Uh, well, no definitive causal link... Uh, has been shown. Can you see this? Um, has been shown yet. Sleep losses seem to contribute to Alzheimer's through a few mechanisms. Frontal lobe degeneration uh, through amyloid platyx disrupts NREM sleep, no matter. Uh, lack of NREM sleep disrupts memory formation. Uh, notably, the hippocampus is not affected by uh, amyloid plaques, presenting a conundrum to the scientists on why memory is disrupted in Alzheimer's. Lack of NREM sleep disrupts the uh, glympathic cleanup system, during which glia shrink less than half than normal size and amyloid plagues are cleared out more readily. It's easy to see how a vicious cycle uh, can occur. Frontal lobe degeneration disrupts NREM sleep, which causes further frontal lobe degeneration. Encouraging NREM sleep, e.g. through brain stimulation, might be therapeutic for Alzheimer's and could be uh, prophylactic the same way statins are. Sleepless precedes Alzheimer's by several years, Suggesting this could be diagnostic. Yeah. 
quite interesting because I didn't understand everything. <laughs> no, quite. It was quite an interesting thing, I guess, you know. Uh, even though I did just notice, you know, to the end of all the episodes about this quite book, uh, I seem to get a little bit faster, seem to get a little bit more impatient and so on and so on. And I still always forget to have my fun, unfortunately. But yeah, I hope you get the best health, wealth, happiness and success. I wish you the best. Uh, please don't forget about thinking your legacy and about giving back to the people and how you're going to be remembered. And with that being said, hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you hopefully today. I see you.